everybody. Hi, friends. Well, from steaming hot Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up on the show today, we're going to be talking about talking to believers. (laughs) I accidentally stumbled into a thing. (laughs) I'm going to uh, relay my... My my experiences. We'll Ooh see. Boy, well, I'm excited it's, to hear. It's been a it's it's been a whole deal. It was a Facebook thing. Anyway, uh, we'll get to it. It's okay. it's fun. Um, all right. I'm curious. Uh, and then uh, before we get to that, Dan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is this is delightful. It's something I wish we all could do on some certain level. Um, the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation, the officials at the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation have ousted the local Christian mission and missionaries. Um, and rightly so, I would say this is the Oglala Sioux tribe. And, uh, do you know where that is? Uh, it's in North Dakota. I believe. Okay. The, let's see the prime, the, the, I'm sorry, the, uh, Jesus is King uh missionary uh i guess was is the name of the group uh they've been distributing a pamphlet around uh the, and this is what got them in trouble the f- the cover of which says uh and there's a lot of punctuation here and i kind of have to say it because it it doesn't make sense just reading it because it's just a <laughs> string of words otherwise it says, wait wait this is the title of the pamphlet this is the title of the pamphlet okay it's jesus parentheses Hebrew semicolon, not quote unquote white parentheses, <laughs> comma, true God, colon, greater than Tunkasilla, comma, demon idol. Oh my God. Wait a okay, minute. So okay. what they're saying is Jesus, he's Hebrew, not white. He's also the true God. And he's also greater than your creator. God, who is oh, a demon shit. idol. That's what they're saying. Shit. (laughs) They're literally like their opening gambit is fuck your God. Fuck your God. (laughs) Damn. Fuck your your creator. Um, And uh, and the the cover says a lot of things. Of course, it has a Christian cross on it. It says not about race, but truth. Yeah, Uh, because they I I, now wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. I got to go back to this title. Okay. Because. Did you or did you not say that the word white was in quotation marks? Yeah, because clearly, clearly something that they've been accused of is get the fuck out of here with your white God. Right. Right. And they're like, "Uh uh-uh. They're like, no, he's Hebrew. We believe in the Middle Eastern ding dongs. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I will say this. There is a warning on... (laughs) <laughs> the cover of the pamphlet. Oh my. Um, which it, it feels like they're kind of like trying in the spirit of a good trigger warning here. Um, the probably should have been above the title. Um, uh. but, uh, it says warning truth reveals evil hearts. <laughs> Please suppress any hatred or violence. You may feel <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Be kind. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. <laughs> These That's poor impressive. persecuted Christians. That is <laughs> genuinely impressive to me. Uh, Our, then, your God sucks. Our God's better. Now yeah. don't be a dick about this. 
Yeah. <laughs> and then it has a couple, uh, says a couple more things on it. And then down at the bottom, it says, learn why Jesus is the one true God of native Americans. I guess so. What? Jesus isn't God. Well, I Did, mean, he's part of the Trinity, according to these people, probably. Trinitarianism isn't even in the Bible. No. I, I, I'm just, I'm shocked. But that doesn't change how they believe. Well, but they, but they do believe that. Oh, okay. Fine. Fine. Jesus is a God. Divinity of Jesus. <laughs> they, that's fine. You can have whatever belief yeah, you want. It's all bullshit. It's what they believe, right? Yeah. The, the leaders of, of the, uh, the reservation, they issued a statement, uh, and in it they say, the ability to practice the faith of our choosing, voice our concerns, and address our problems is based on one underlying principle, respect. While the president and the, the council adhere to the Oglala Lakota Constitution's Bill of Rights, the president and council also have an obligation to ensure that the colonizing principles of the past are not asserted against the Lakota people again yeah um and with that they're asking this group to please leave it's a little more complicated apparently uh their uh mission center or whatever is sitting on property that they do own uh the deed they do hold the deed to but they might just have to stay there <laughs> so they have they have a mission like they yeah. have a a, a church within the the the, the reservation land? somewhere or me maybe immediately adjacent or i don't know how wow. the, i don't know how their specific uh reservation is set up and all of that but yeah they're there and their focus is the lakota people and Just, they they're they're sitting there and they cannot imagine why they're being um discriminated against discriminated against yeah <laughs> When, when they come in just guns a blazing against the, you know, the culture uh, and history and traditions of, of this people who very rightly are concerned about the white outsiders. Now, Frank, what the bottom of their own pamphlet says, Hey, you oh. don't get to persecute us about this. <laughs> And yet they're getting persecuted. It says it right on the bottom of the pamphlet, Frank. I mean, I know. <laughs> Imagine how big a dick you have to be to think that it is okay to plop yourself down in somebody else's territory mm -hmm. and then just start printing up literature about how shitty their religion is and how they need to join your religion. That's missionary. Work. That is, that is some strong. That is literally I mean, missionary work. That yeah, is, but, that is the but, whole point. You but go buying the land, like ha owning the, like if you're just traveling around distributing hate speech, you know, like they do, that's one thing, but buying the land by you know, having a building, <laughs> it feels stronger. I, it's, it's, I know, I know it's, uh, it's at least potent. they bought the land, I guess. <laughs> We didn't just take it. I hope they overpaid. <laughs> oh my God. That is amazing. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to, well, let's stick with the, uh, asshole theme and go to Arkansas. Hmm. Now we've talked about Arkansas state Senator Jason Rapert before, uh, 
he's he, he, this is the dickhead that put up the Ten Commandments in front of the in front of the uh, state capitol, uh, and and you know there was a whole kerfuffle about that. <laughs> There's a new thing that's happening. Rapert, who is uh, who was an avid Christian hmm. uh, as a lawmaker, okay, only obviously because he put up the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. Uh, he started blocking. You know, Pete, there was pushback from atheists uh, on his social media, et cetera, and he started blocking them. Oh. Well, well, it turns out that if you are a government official and you have, uh, you know, you have that kind of, you have accounts, you, you have social media, you don't get to block your, the people that you are meant to be serving. Um, oh. You have to you you have to just sort not, of take it, not uh, okay, right? Like if you're being abused, the, exactly. That's one thing. I was I was that's where I was going to come in and yes. So yeah, okay, that makes sense, and that's yeah. a good thing. Okay, yeah. Uh, you literally have to engage with your constituents. That is, that's your job, mm-hmm. and so, uh, and so the American atheists, uh, along with some of the people that were specifically singled out. Mm. Are suing Rapert. Okay. Uh, now, uh, there's a delightful little twist to this, which is that um, Rapert gave up his seat uh, to run for, I think, lieutenant governor. Okay. Uh, and then uh, lost that race in the primary with Ooh. 15% of the votes. So, oh. not, not a good showing. Yeah. Uh, brother Jeez. Jason anyway he uh is still being sued like this even though he has he's he will no longer be a uh a state senator hmm. he is still being sued well he did it yeah he should face the consequences and he so uh literally American atheists uh as part of the discovery for this lawsuit request requested or subpoenaed uh, a whole lot of documents, uh, including any time in his social media that he has used uh, phrases like atheist or Project Blitz, which uh, we've talked about is oh, the yeah. uh, is the you know the the Christian uh, playbook for how they're going to take over the country and turn it into a theocracy, mm, um, Christian nation. There's a whole bunch oh, of keywords wow. and yeah. phrases that. Uh, that they're demanding that he produce as part of the discovery. And he was objecting to that and saying that it's, that that this is, and on his social media, he has been like, this is a ridiculous lawsuit and I have every right to block whoever I want. This was my personal account, not my official account. Not that he had made any distinction between those in any other time or any other place. Right. Okay. Um, And the judge agreed that no, you you've never made a distinction. So this is your your official account, and the judge has now agreed that he has to turn over all of the discovery documents. So we may hear more later about what this uh, douchebag was doing while he was meant to be serving all the people of his constituency, including even those evil evil atheists that. Uh, <laughs> They kept pointing out his hypocrisies and uh, the way he didn't like the United States Constitution and et cetera, et cetera. Oh, my God. 
So a small a victory uh, on in the path in 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 uh, in the on, along the way. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah, good, excellent. Uh, Dan, mm-hmm. have you heard of the Respect for Marriage Act? Yes. Oh my God! Can you believe it passed the House? <laughs> yes, with I can 40, believe that it... forty-seven Republican votes. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. How many voted against it? Top first uh, to say what it is. Some odd. Okay, so the uh, Respect for Marriage Act, um, if it passes the Senate now at this point, uh, will uh, protect same-sex and interracial marriages uh, yeah. on the federal level. This is in response, of course, to the uh, the Supreme Court striking down Roe uh, v. Wade. Right, and, and it's in response ju- to the fact that the Supreme Court's going to try and take us back yeah. into the Middle Ages. And the fact that Clarence Thomas, in his opinion... In his uh, yeah concurring his, opinion or whatever they yeah. call it, um, that he f- he says that the court should also reconsider a whole bunch of other rights, including yeah. the right to uh, gay marriage. Funny enough, he didn't uh, question uh, interracial marriage. He's in gee, wonder why inter- inter- he wasn't excited marriage. about overturning that one. <laughs> Even though, from my understanding, it's based on the same legal uh, principle. Yeah, uh, that that uh, Roe v. Wade was, but nonetheless, nonetheless, it clearly that that one that one is okay. Well, and the same principle that the the gay marriage uh, on the Obergefell is literally identical almost to uh, to loving v. Yeah. Virginia, but okay, whatever. Yeah. Have anyway, fun. So, um, without getting into all of the fundamentals of how uh, the Respect for Marriage Act would work um it does require states to um uh honor uh marriages conducted in another state right that's one of the things that it's that it's requiring um so it's not saying hey you so this let's say obergefell got overturned by the supreme court at some point in the future it's not saying Oh, every state, you have to do marriage exactly this way that we're commanding you to. It's just saying if it's performed in another state, you, state B, have to respect state A's marriage. And on the federal level, for the purpose of taxes and whatever purpose for at the federal level, uh, the federal government recognizes these marriages. Right. Because they were performed in at least or legal in at least one state. Right. Um, And so... Damn California um, ruining it for everybody. <laughs> so a group of 83 conservative organizations uh, has sent a letter to Mitch McConnell. Um, and they're just digging up all of the old arguments uh, oh, yeah. against why anybody would want to oh, legalize same sex marriage, which is legal. Right. <laughs> already legal everybody it's, but why would you want to legalize it because it's going to legalize polygamy too and incest <laughs> i mean it's just they have nothing so they always it, go to this one wait um, wait what about what, what about marriage to an animal what about that uh let's see this is what it says it says it's a slippery um, slope frank <laughs> the respect for marriage act would require federal recognition of any one state's definition of marriage without any parameters whatsoever this would include plural marriages time-bound marriages open marriages Ooh. marriages involving a minor or relative platonic marriages <laughs> 
or what? any other new marriage definition that a state chooses to adopt, including through undemocratic imposition by a state Supreme Court. Isn't that I, choice? I would love to hear what they think the danger of platonic marriage would be. <laughs> I, I would kill to have them delineate for me exactly what the terrifying mm. prospect of platonic marriage presents. It uh, sounds terrifying. It, it sounds, sounds awful. It sounds a little too much like plutonic maybe, or <laughs> they might explode on you, Dan. Oh my um, gosh. They, just, it's it's just pretty, pretty fucking amazing. Just, I um, mean, literally for like, okay, I I agree that I don't think that any state should recognize uh, marriage with a minor. But you know what? Those people are objecting to. They're all from states. All those people objecting are from <laughs> states where marriage to a minor is legal. <laughs> That's your states, you dicks. <laughs> Uh, it's true. But anyway, yeah, the, the, the bill has uh, moved on to the Senate where it is awaiting uh, vote. It's uh, the, obviously in the way that the U.S. Senate is constituted at the moment, uh, they need to pick up 10 Republican votes. Mm. Um, and so I'm just going to put a little this is important, folks. And this is all based on the fact that 71 percent of Americans nationwide support the right to same-sex marriage. And another poll found that 55% of Republicans are in favor of marriage equality. Yeah, so even is, the majority right. of Republicans. And so I, I have a map pulled up, and I'm leading to something here. There uh -oh. are only, um, let's see, three states where the majority of people do not support uh, gay marriage. And those states, not surprisingly, are Arkansas, Mississippi, and Alabama, right? The Blow rest of the country, the rest of the country, at least by even a narrow margin, a majority of the people support gay marriage. And so we're there, talking we should Texas. Be able to drum we're talking up. Utah. Absolutely. So we like should be able Kentucky, to drum up. for God's sake. Yeah, we should be. Exactly. We should be able to drum up enough votes for this. So if you, wherever you live in this country, right, most likely, except for those six senators who, will who don't have this pressure, there is a majority of people in your state who support it. And I think people need to be calling their senators right now. Um, and the ones that, are, that, that have indicated that they might vote for it uh, are Tom Tillis of North Carolina, um, Lisa Murkowski in uh, uh, Alaska, Ron Johnson in Wisconsin, all Republicans who say that they'll likely vote for it, please call them if they're your senator and encourage them to follow through with that. If you're here in Utah, please call Senator Romney because it's very possible that he could vote for it. And Mike Mitch, Lee's a lost cause. Don't worry Mike about Lee's him. A, yeah, there's no getting Mike Lee, but call Senator Romney uh, and call Mitch McConnell because um, if you're in Kentucky, because you're in a state where the majority of people support this and by God, Mitch McConnell should get on board. I don't God know if he will. He'll only call play the politics, action, man. Yeah. I mean, seriously, this is an important like one. It. It's obviously hits close to home for me, but um, please, please, please. It's very important and it's, and it's obvious and stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it shouldn't even be a question. 
And, so say that to your senators. And All right. To be honest, we need some good political wins right now. So yeah, so yeah. let's let's get we, this. While we have a majority, it should be easy. <laughs> it ain't. Um, okay. Uh, listen, I, the the Pope has been in Canada for a minute. Uh, he's he's doing a whirlwind tour while he apologizes for you know his church murdering a bunch of babies and shit. Just doing what Catholic the Catholic Church does. Yeah, just killing children like they do. Anyway, uh, I'm going to focus on one uh, portion of his whistle stop tour, and that is in Quebec. Uh, He stopped in Quebec City specifically, um, and Quebec is traditionally the Catholicism hotspot of Canada. Oh yeah. Uh it you know it it's the the francophone the french speaking part of Canada and literally as recently as like the middle of the 1900s like like in the 50s the 1950s it was 90% regular church attendance catholic. Jesus Christ. Like it was like these were catholic catholics. Wow. Uh, you know, we're, we're talking the same as, yeah, you might as well be in Southern Europe at the same time. Anyway, <laughs> things, things have flipped a little bit in, uh, in Quebec. Uh, since then, since the 1950s, you know, early part of the 20th century, it has gone exactly the opposite. It is now 10%. Uh, who attend mass regularly. Hmm. Fewer than that. Yeah. Of of the 6.8 million French speakers in in that province. So uh, things are not going great for the Catholic Church in Canada. Uh, Even even the Francophones are are turning their backs on the church. Mm. Hmm. and I wanted to, so I, so I like that. I wanted to highlight that. But I also wanted to point out that there was one little nugget of what Francis said when he was there that was, he gave a homily uh, at the Cathedral of Notre Dame in, in Quebec City. Mm. He said something that I think was a little bit weird. Uh, see if you catch it. He said, quote, God does not want us to be slaves, but sons and daughters. He does not want to make decisions for us or oppress us with a sacral power exercised in a world governed by religious laws. No. He created us to be free, and he asks us to be mature and responsible persons in life and society. First of all... um. That church needs to lead by a little bit of example on that front. That responsible per life and society. Anyway, but also, uh, he says God does not want to make decisions for us exercised in a world governed by religious laws. Yeah, that's cool. That's uh, shut up, Pope. <laughs> well, no, that's, that's he's clearly- saying. He's saying not. he thinks that the world shouldn't be governed by religious law. I know. And so shut up because we have like a Catholic Supreme Court. Right. That is like 
shoving its Catholicism down everybody's throat right now. Well, what I'm saying is they should be listening to their own Pope who says that like, well, yeah, we're not governed by religious laws. Like, yeah, but he applauded the Supreme court's decision. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Well, so this is, like, so shut up Pope. That's well, sorry, yes, that's, that's what I'm getting to. Sure. They're perfectly happy when it's something like, you know, abortion or, you know, to be honest, anything based in Catholicism. Right. Right. They don't, they don't, it's like every group. They don't see how the laws that sort of are based in their faith tradition and that oppress everybody else. Right. How mm. those are, are wrong. They only see the ones that are, that, that they don't agree with that are from other traditions that are from other, that would oppress them. Right. Right. Like, yeah. yeah so shut up Pope. Well, yeah, I yes. don't, I don't, I don't buy it. But also, <laughs> hey, rest of the Catholic world, the Pope says that the laws of the world should not be religious. Uh, that's what the Pope says. So yeah. how about y'all listen to that, you fucking dicks? Because <laughs> they all know which ones are he's really talking about. Yeah, okay. Fair Fair enough. enough. All right. Uh, Dan. What? Uh, sometimes things just go the way that you don't they go a way that you would never would support in in like real life if you were asked hey do you want this horrible thing to happen you would say no of course not but when they do happen there's some enjoyment sometimes okay right you didn't right. support it you didn't vote for it but it happens so you might as well enjoy um Lamor. uh Lamore? Laymore Whitehead, uh, Bishop of the Leaders of Tomorrow International Ministry in Brooklyn, New York, oh. um, was uh, robbed at gunpoint on live stream uh, during uh, his preaching oh over my. the pulpit uh, at a church service on Sunday. Wow, that is a bold time to commit a robbery. <laughs> and the the masked robbers walk right in front of and look directly into the camera at one point. Uh, do they wave? <laughs> I want them to wave. <laughs> Apparently though, and this is why, why this is important um, because that in and of itself, you know, like what, what, why would they go to a church to rock? Well, because uh, Whitehead and his wife together were, were wearing more than $1 million worth of jewelry. Oh, and oh, that's not that's not a small robbery. <laughs> that then. is not a small robbery. They, um, they like their bling. They really like their bling. To which, after hearing accusations uh, of having scammed churchgoers out of money so that he could buy riches of this world, uh -huh. uh, he says, "It's not about me being flashy." It's oh, about okay. Wait, good. I'm glad it's not about that. <laughs> I'm sure that what follows. We'll explain everything. It's about me purchasing what I want to purchase. <laughs> Y'all not going to tear me down by your childish thoughts. I'm going to stay focused. That's what he says. Okay. Wait, it's not about being flashy. It's about, I like it's flashy things. Bling, bling, bling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm allowed to have them because I don't I'm have to pay taxes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, it'd be interesting. Who owned the jewelry? Yeah. Was he wearing the church's jewelry? That's a good point. Uh, anyway, 
Uh, what it says to me is he's bringing in plenty of money, preaching at whatever this church is and streaming it online. Oh my god! Um, if he can afford millions of dollars worth of of just jewelry, yeah, ain't that nice? Yeah, that's lovely. It's a that that's a cute position to be in. Uh, <laughs> when you're yeah, oh my god, it's upsetting to me that you know these pastors make so much money. Have you seen the thing about the pastor sneaker wars? Oh, fuck them. Yeah. These pastors, a lot of pastors aren't as quite as flashy as a million dollars worth of jewelry, but they're wearing like Balenciaga sneakers that are $1,400 per pair. That's just absurd. It's just, and also they're ugly as sin, but like that is (laughs) just, it's, it's, I don't know how. We, whoever came up with the prosperity gospel idea, the doctrine mm-hmm. that, like, literally, you're following a book that says it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to get into heaven. And somehow they've managed to convince you that the richer you are, the more godly you are. It's a pretty impressive uh, pivot. I, it, but Dan, it, 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 this is nothing new, right? Like, like, how could Catholic priests in, in some of the poorest parts of the world, right, get up bedazzled in, yeah. in whatever, right? And in ornate cathedrals with gold, you know, laden this and that. And, you know, it, it, how could they get up in front of the poor at yeah. any or, or poor people at any point in, in through history, right? And, 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 and communicate the same message um about jesus and whatever's in the bible like like it's i think there's something inherent that's something weird in the mind of a believer yeah that that they it's it's not it prosperity gospel just takes it to a new disgusting extreme right and is so um overt about it but um there's something sick in the human psyche that, that wants to see our leaders showing shit off. Yeah. It's I mean, weird. It, it, it's the rise of Donald Trump, right? Yeah. A person who should never have been able to be in politics, but there you go. My, m- money makes good. You've All killed right. enough things in your life. And maybe that's where we're going wrong, Dan. I, you know what? Go out and rob a, uh, a pastor. Will you kids? <laughs> I <laughs> I know I'm not supposed to say it. Uh, I know, I, and he's not really saying it. This is a parody podcast, and all the things that we say are jokes. But go rob a pastor. <laughs> Fucking take their shit. It's it does uh, it it's good. It's a good thing. All right. Uh, so I'm gonna close this out in Seattle. I think we've talked about this story a little bit, but there's an update. Um, the Seattle Pacific University is a uh, is associated with uh, the Free Methodist Church. Uh, I don't know anything about free Methodists versus expensive Methodists, but uh, <laughs> there they are. It's a it's a it's a Christian university apparently, hmm. but uh, last year they got. They they really pissed off their student body because even the Christians in Seattle are pretty fucking liberal. Mm. 
And okay. they had an issue where uh, they canned uh, one of their one of their professors. I think it was a nursing professor because he was gay. And they have okay. a whole expectation that their professors have to be not gay. Uh, so the, so then there was a huge kerfuffle and the students started protesting huge, big protests. They sat, they did a sit-in for like months. They just kept doing the sit-in. Uh, and and they're, they were taken seriously. Uh, and, you know, there was a big... There was a, a call for a, the board to, to. There was a whole. It was a. It was a whole thing, and the university quadrupled down. They just literally dug their heels in, and then the uh, the state decided to step in and investigate. So, the Washington State Attorney General, a guy by the name of Bob Ferguson. Uh, has launched an official investigation into the school's hiring practices. Now, I don't know what the the Washington state law is, and I don't know if there is anything specific to to their constitution about it or whatever, but the, they just launched an investigation. But this was enough for the uh, for the university to sue uh, the state. Because uh, they are because this because in in investigating them, these the the you they're trying to quote influence the university in its uh in its application and understanding of church teaching. Oh, they're wow. they're claiming that the state is trying to force them to like gay people and not be jerks. So, okay. There you go. Uh, there, the the lawsuits are flying now. This is exciting. It is exciting. Wow. Uh, I I'm actually surprised at these students getting so livid about it. You know, you go to a Christian university, right? Do you know where you're going to school? <laughs> yeah, you did sign up for this. Yeah, it just seems weird, and it also seems weird to me that any gay person would want to work there considering who they are. <sighs> humans are complicated dan <laughs> we're, so we're not true. so cut and dry and it's not easy to figure out like there, there's so many situations of people choosing to be in these like religious settings yeah. as non-believers or as gay people and it's a conservative thing like i i don't yeah, I don't get people because yeah. I personally, I could never stomach it. Like the moment, the moment, the semester that I came out as gay and, and accepted that I, I, I didn't believe in God. I was out of BYU. Yeah. I wanted nothing to do with that place anymore. That makes sense to me. I don't I know, know, but I don't know other people want it. They stay there. It's where it's what they know. It's their life. And Yeah. And so they're fighting from within and good for them, you yeah. know, in, 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 in some way. Right. Like, anyway. Yeah. Oh, well, listen, if you have any insight as to why, uh, you would, why you would belong to a club that doesn't want you for a member, uh, please feel free to write into us podcast at thank God I'm atheist.com or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 
888-888-8442. Stick around. We've got more show coming up. All right. Uh, well, we're going to hear now from a guy named Mark Driscoll. We haven't heard from oh. him for a while. Yeah, no. Huh. He was a he was a big dude at Mars Hill Church and then uh, a whole bunch of controversies started swirling around him. My favorite of the Driscoll controversies was that he paid $25,000 to a marketing firm which then uh somehow manipulated uh sales numbers and like artificially got him to number one on the New York Times bestseller list. I think that's delightful. Uh, I think that's really funny that he's that kind of a liar. Uh, I mean, I don't blame him. You want to be on the the list and how great to be number one, but um, you know, sell a lot more books if you are. Yeah, but he was, it was all a trick. Don't believe the world. Uh, anyway, he's apparently, uh, talking again. I don't know why who's allowing it. And <laughs> the he's got some stuff to say about uh one of the biggest religions in the world. You may be surprised to learn what it is. Oh, okay. The biggest religion not only in America but the world, it's not Christianity, it's sex. And LGBTQIA are all denominations within the religion of sex. And just as Christianity has evangelists trying to convert people to their way of life, so the religion of sex also has evangelists. Uh, in addition, uh, churches have kids ministry. And now the religion of sex has decided to get into kids ministry as well. And since many or most of them cannot have their own children, they're looking to enter the schools with their curriculum and their drag queen story hour and evangelize and disciple your own children. The religion of sex, Dan. It's the religion of sex. Wow. It's bigger than Christianity. Wow. And I belong to one of the denominations. I didn't even know that. Oh. I mean, I knew that I was gay, but like. But you didn't know, you I didn't, didn't know. know that you, have you paid your tithing <laughs> to, um, the, to the religion of LGBTQIA? I, I wonder what he I, thinks those letters <laughs> stand for. It's so, it's so weird to me that we let these people get away with like calling all of these things about sex because look. Right. Gayness, even even homosexuality, gayness is not about sex. Sex no. is involved, like it determines. It's defined to yeah. whom one is sexually attracted. Yeah, and that's it. But that's not that's not about sex. No, like you, Mar presumably Mark Driscoll, you are also sexually attracted to people. Hmm. Uh, they are different people, but that doesn't mean that you're preaching sex by saying I'm straight. It's just so weird. Like, like most of those letters in the LGBTQIA thing, they're not about sex. No. Trans people, the, you know, being trans is nothing to do with sex. Nothing. Yeah. Just so weird. I don't, don't let people get away with that. When you're in conversation with them, if anybody says something like this, this is all part of this whole, like, 
really disgusting thing that's happening right now where they're where the right is trying to convince people that the that anyone who says it's okay to be gay or or says be kind to gay people or says be kind to trans people or anything like that any kind of acceptance of any lgbtqia uh plus group or or people or humans is grooming children they have they have co-opted the word grooming because mm-hmm. uh let's be clear it's the religious class of people that are the big groomers like if you want to look at if you want to see you know the the biggest grooming cabals the the sex trafficking cabals it's it's the catholic church it's the churches that are the ones right but yeah i mean so they they've co-opted the word grooming don't let them get away with it uh if you if you see that and and now and so they're literally like trying to scare people into thinking that the the agenda is to turn the kids gay is to you know turn make they've got ugh, it's it's the conspiracy theory goes so far so deep it's gross yeah i mean it's a i mean they have to have their side like the only thing that's going to work now is deep fear in yeah order to keep their side in line right because they see the trends i mean we've already talked about it on this episode of like the the vast majority of Americans now approve of gay marriage. Yeah. So there, there's probably a larger number of people who are, who at least are like, Oh, I, I like gay people. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so they've lost and they're, they're, they're continuing to lose on, on the, this issue. Right. And it gets worse for them every year. And yeah, so the only thing they've got, got, got is fear. And so it has to be, they're coming for your children. Right. Yeah, that's all they've got. Yeah. And, and the fact of the matter is there's a large percentage of the people that they're saying this to, they don't buy it. Right. Right. Or that when their kid does come out as gay, a light bulb goes on in their head or when their nephew comes out as gay, a light bulb goes on in their head and they're like, Oh shit. It's not what the Driscoll's of the world, you know, had told me. You want to know the real truth of the I want matter. them to double down on this because it just makes them more and more fucking fringe and stupid yeah. sounding. Yeah, absolutely. I think what's really fun is that while it's not true that the gays are coming for your children, it is true that your children are coming for you Republicans about this. Like, <laughs> the, the youngins are not okay with this way of thinking. And they are, they are, they, they don't take it lying down. Yeah. They they come with guns ablazing. So the children are coming for your pastors. Everybody be careful. Um <laughs> all right, well we had uh a little bit of correspondence, a little little some emails, some voicemails, so I'm going to launch into that. Uh this was unsigned. Uh but okay. it says dear Frank and Dan, I'm a rather new listener. To hmm. thank God I'm atheist with welcome a, with a concerning matter in my marriage that and I hope you can give me some advice on how to handle this. Oh boy, uh, I will just point out that we are uh, in no way qualified to give any kind of advice, so we will gladly try. <laughs> <clears throat> my husband was raised by an atheist and a Jehovah's Witness. He never wow. followed his mom's religion and left the witnesses on the first occasion. Uh, when he was 15. 
After our, our marriage, he revealed to me that he is agnostic ever since, and until today, refuses to deny the existence of a divine power out of sheer fear of punishment. Oh, uh, wow. Generally, his agnosticism has had little effect on our lives. He did and does things that would get him into hell, uh, of e- into the hell of each religion, eating pork, eating beef, premarital sex, not praying as far as I know. But knowing that the man beside me refers to a non-specific imaginary friend over science and hopes to see me again in the afterlife does more than bug me. I Mm. can ignore this in a friend, but not in someone that I share my entire life with. Mm. I use all my reason to try and make him let go of this childish behavior, but the issue is an emotional one, and his doubt and fear are rooted way too strongly. I really don't know how to further address this topic, uh, as every mention of his belief ends up in a fight. I would be grateful if you guys have any uh, argument that I could use, could try or any suggestions on how I could make myself less irritated by this. Hmm. Uh, and this, and it, it, it signed many greetings from beautiful Germany. Hmm. So, uh, hello in Deutschland. Um, <laughs> I think, I don't know. What, what, what are your thoughts, Frank? <sighs> well, I mean, the first thing that jumps to my mind is um that 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 this emailer is obviously deeply you know cares for and loves this this person right yeah and is is concerned about this this thing that would bug me too right i i mean i have to say that like like i an important part of a relationship for me is a meeting of the minds mm. right that like that we have a, a similar um outlook on on the world and that yeah. we that we share a lot of those things because it it just means that when i'm when i'm talking about something i i feel like i'm being heard and because i know that my partner has a similar outlook on things and that he can understand what i'm fully talking about and what my concerns would be hmm. so that that is something that is important to me now if all of a sudden he came to me and you know said hey my views have changed or whatever like we have a we have a strong relationship we have um i mean yeah we've got a great relationship and i would never want to just throw it away because something had changed or there was this 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 thing but it would it would obviously change the nature of 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 so that part of our relationship sure right? that connection and then it would have to be revisited and but i couldn't i couldn't you know um walk away so what's the trick there i don't know here's don't here's know. what i hear when i when i listen to this i don't hear uh my partner believes in something and they are requiring that belief of me yeah that's yeah okay uh, and i, I I think you, the, our, our writer, our, our listener kind of is requiring a belief of their partner. And I don't know that that's fair. I think I, 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 I hear the concern and I think you're absolutely right, Frank, that like, it's one of those things where you want to have a meeting of the minds, but maybe you can focus on the places where you do meet because it sounds like 
almost all the things you agree on. Mm-hmm. And there's and and this person is you know your husband is just holding on to one little amorphous sort of thing, not demanding anything of you, not mm. asking you to choose to believe either all as well, mm. just asking for a little acceptance mm-hmm. of something that give either that that either is too scary for him to let go of or uh, gives him some sort of comfort or something. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think you can be okay with that. You know, there are people who are, who are in mixed, re- mixed religion marriages that do okay where they believe totally different things. You know, there are atheists who are married to believers, full-on religious believers, and they mm-hmm. focus on the things that they love about each other yeah. and not, about, not on their differences. Here's something, though, that I think a lot of atheists fall into, which is we don't have a lot of respect for belief, mm. right? And, or for the kind of um, mindset that, that agnostics have, right? right. Um, and we just, we don't have respect for it, right? Like, like, like you meet somebody and they say they believe in God, it's like, well, pfft. You're, you're cuckoo bananas, right? Right. Like, I don't even want to give you the time of day. And, and if, if I don't know, I, I don't know about the, the emailer, right. And what, right. what their how, how they sort of respond in those, it, what their worldview is on that. But like, like, that's why it would be hard. I think for me, mm. that would be something that I'd really fucking wrestle with. Is like, well, what, what just broken your brain? Right. Like, yeah. Like why, like, who are you? Like, this is not like, what else is crazy and weird in there when everything else is crazy and weird because we're human beings. Right. Yeah. That's, I think Um, that's the point though, Frank, is that (laughs) we are human beings. We are just deeply prone to, you know, logical fallacies and bad thinking and, Mm -hmm. and, and, and we're also like emotional creatures and we are driven and uh, and not everyone can easily just let go of thing of things that have emotional triggers in them mm. and if it's not actually hurting anything meaning yeah. they're not acting on it they're not going out and like you know campaigning against gay people or trying to stop abortions or you know if they're being good genuinely good people and they're just holding on to this last vestige of a thing that is just too scary for them to, uh, to, to sort out. I think we can have empathy for that. Hmm. I, my, I know how much of an idiot I have been about plenty of stuff (laughs) in my life. (laughs) Like just a, just a Royal ding dong about so many things in my life that I can have empathy for someone who is still a good person out there believing, you know, doing good works and then just has this one sort of holdout thing that they just can't quite get let go of. I would say if they're if they're doing if they're a good person, just love and just be fine. And it it it's it really is okay. Hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. That's that's where I would land. And and uh, again, we know nothing, so uh take <laughs> so- that with whatever grain of salt you need to. (laughs) 
Um, we have a voicemail. Do we, we not? We do indeed. This is Donnie from uh, Mount Shasta. Oh, Donnie, uh, our friend of the show, Donnie, and uh, who we were lucky enough to actually meet in person at the yeah. uh, the, the conference that we just yeah. That's true. It was so that was lovely. Let's see. Let's see what Donnie has to say. Hey guys, it's Donnie, uh, Mount Shasta, California. You know. Anyway, so um, I realized I had missed an episode, so I was I was reading uh, reading. I was listening to episode five forty eight, and I was amused when Dan was talking about how the, the Jehovah's Witnesses now like send letters rather than going door to door because of COVID. Well, ever since the middle of COVID, they keep putting all their pamphlets all over our message board at the base of the trails. Um, that we run as the Mount Shasta uh, Trail Association. And the chairperson wanted to put like a, you know, not a community board sign so that they stopped doing it. But I didn't want to do that. So instead, you know, because people put like, you know, cat missing or their missing dog posts on there. And I want them to be able to continue doing that. So um, what I've been doing is I just take all of the Jehovah's Witness pamphlets and I just toss them in the trunk of my car and uh, throughout the summer, I get a pretty fairly sizable pile that I leave in my garage. And I have four friends with wood-burning wood stoves, um, and they're always complaining about how wood isn't the problem, but because they don't get newspapers anymore, they never have fire starters. So I just tie these little bundles of Jehovah's Witness pamphlets up and drop them off at their houses when the first snow flies. And I know it's petty, but it gives me a delightful little sense of glee that they are all being burned to start fires for atheists. And I think it's, it just makes me feel wonderful. <laughs> anyway, I just thought that was a little funny anecdote. Um, love what you guys do, and have a great day. You know, it is an offering unto the Lord. <laughs> it, I, think, I, think, uh, I think that is the, the absolutely right uh, method of disposing of their bullshit. Yeah. Um, and they're I, giving it away freely. Yeah, they're not so. saying, please don't take this unless you're going to read it and believe it. <laughs> they're just saying, here are these. Ugh. So they print so many of those goddamn things. Use them. Uh, you, you, should, you should do a picture of like, like a, little, a, a little photo essay of what you're doing with them and post that up there. <laughs> hey, look, all of these are just getting burned. Do you guys like that? <laughs> do you want to keep leaving them? <laughs> This is what we're doing with them. Thanks. Appreciate ya. Thanks for the kindling. Although I got to say, Donnie, I'm a little concerned that you're keeping kindling in your garage. It does feel. Oh. Just just may, just be very careful that it doesn't catch on fire. <laughs> because honestly, if the jo if the J-dubs hear about that, oh, they might. they will yeah. they will they will never stop crowing about the righteous retribution of Jesus. <laughs> uh so can't let that happen. Anyway, uh, Kaya wrote into us uh, saying, hey, Frank, Dan, and assorted co-hosts. None of them are here right now, but thank you for including them. In no, they're all five, here. They're just being very quiet. Oh, they're, they're, they're all in the room, obviously. <laughs> Ready uh, to jump in at a moment's notice. And to, we'll tag team them <laughs> if we need to. Um, in episode 555, Dan mentioned that in the newly found photograph, Joseph Smith's eyes had a piercing effect. Uh, most early black and white cameras could not process the color blue into a shade of gray, so light eyes often appeared very white. His eyes probably weren't quite so starkly pale in real life. That's not to say he wasn't creepy, of course. Just wanted to share a little tidbit that I happen to know. 
So uh, there you go. Thank you, Kaya, for that. Uh, that's that's a fun little tidbit. The daguerreotypes uh, don't. They, did you know, Frank? Somebody told me this a while. Actually, Kate, our our uh, sometime co-host, mm-hmm. to, told me, and I didn't believe her. I had to look it up for myself. It turns out to be true. Blue eyes are not pigmented blue. Um, I've heard something weird about it. I didn't know exactly what. What they are structurally blue, not What's, blue pigment. Well, how is something structurally blue? I, it's it's to do with the same way that the sky seems blue, but it ain't like oh. the the air isn't actually blue. I don't I don't know how it works. It seems like magic to me. I I don't like it at all. Hmm. Uh, but apparently that's a that's a thing. Well, it makes sense about the film, though. So yes, indeed, indeed. Um, so. Here's the thing, folks. Uh, I, I just wanted to say that times are tough. Uh, everything is very expensive right now in America, in the Americas, and in lots of parts of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, Biden has caused uh, inflation everywhere. I'm not sure how he did it, <laughs> but uh, he's caused inflation all over the world. <sighs> so... Uh, I I understand if uh, if giving to us seems low on your priority list, uh, but I did want to say that if you do appreciate what we do, uh, and 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 you have some disposable income, you're not as worried about it as some. Uh, you can feel free to give it to us. Uh, we appreciate it. It's what keeps us going. Um, and the way that you would do that is to go to thankgodimatheist.com and click on the support tab. And then uh, we'll be very, very, very grateful, and you'll feel super good about your own self. Yeah. And uh, and and that's a thing that you can do. If you can't, we totally understand. We are not. Uh, we're not mad at you. Yeah. You're still our friend. Just go give us a five star rating instead. Yeah. We do, would appreciate yeah, or, it. Or, or, or you know, go and go into one of your online, uh, you know, your your Facebook groups or whatever, and just say, hey, by the way, do you guys listen to Thank God I'm Atheist? Because I think they're fantastic. Yeah. Um, and you and should too. All of you, Richie Riches, give us your damn money. <laughs> uh, speaking of whom, we we need to thank one person. Uh, yeah, Dan, our top donor, our Lord and Savior. Devas. Stick around, there's more show coming up. All right, Frank. Mm-hmm. Here's Damn. the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was an accident on Facebook. <laughs> in my in my Facebook. Really? I yes, I'm old. I still do Facebook. I still I actually I'm the last human being who actually likes Facebook. Everybody else just does it. That's there. Does it begrudgingly. (laughs) I don't know why you're all on it, Uh, but I, I actually really enjoy it. I like the members only lounges. I like the fact that I'm keeping in touch with my, uh, my friends all over the world. Anywho, um, one of the Facebook just started popping up uh, suggestions for groups that it thinks I might want to be in. Oh, really? On my Facebook feed. And I, you know, I, I I don't like to join groups that I don't know why I'm joining that group. Like, I like if I don't have a specific reason to go seek out a group, I don't just join groups. Um, sure. So, but I, so I went through and I was like clicking remove or whatever, like don't do, at least, 
I'm looking at the group's suggestions, and they are way off. I don't know how they targeted me, but the algorithm does not have a good line on who I am and what I would be interested in. So I started to click, like, remove so that it will at least not show me the most egregiously right-wing bullshit groups in the world. But on one of them, <clears throat> my thumb slipped, and I accidentally hit join. And this mm -hmm. was the I'm sure. Jordan they all Peterson say, Biblical Studies Discussion Group. Oh, okay. It is everything I'm not. It is everything that I don't want to be a part of. But I accidentally hit join, and <clears throat> immediately up pops these three questions. Because, you know, groups on Facebook, if you want to join groups, they often make you answer some questions just to prove that you belong in that group and that you, you know, that you're not just joining, you know, bots try to join groups and all this sort of thing. So I thought, okay, you know, what would be funny is if I just tried to answer these questions, honestly, being a little bit cagey, but, uh, but honest. And the first question was like, how did you hear about Jordan Peterson? Which seemed, which felt a little gatekeepy. Like, how did you know about this guy? <laughs> How do you know about Jordan Peterson? And I, so and my answer was something along the lines of like, I don't know. He won't stop talking about things on the internet. Uh, <laughs> something like that. Anyway, I was honest, but like, I didn't say, I think Jordan Peterson's a big fat idiot or I didn't. And I didn't say like the, it, it asked me, do you study the Bible regularly? And I was like, or do you, have you ever studied the Bible? And I was like, yeah, unfortunately I've done a lot of that. Uh, anyway, they let me in. Uh, they shouldn't have done. Uh, I, I was, I, I, I thought I was being pretty clear that, uh, that I, I'm, I shouldn't be a member of this group, but they let me in. And ever since this was only a few days ago, but I have been subversively commenting on things. <laughs> and the thing is, I'm not, I know how a lot of atheists comment on uh, believers stuff. And I right. don't like it. I don't think it's effective. I, I it's just not me. Right. I don't want to come in and just tell people they're idiots or be snarky <clears throat> when I think it's far more fun to just gently poke at the things that they think they know and just point out problems with it. <laughs> God. So, for okay. instance, yeah, I, mean, I need uh, some examples. One person wrote, uh, you know, there's one person wrote about uh, the book of Genesis and uh, mentions of God creating man and and whatever. And then somebody was like, one guy comments that there's no contradictions in the Bible, uh, especially not in Genesis. What? Uh, so I was like, oh, au contraire. I, I, this one's easy. And I was just like, I, I don't know how you can say that when the first two books of Genesis uh, completely contradict each other multiple times. The timelines don't match up. The uh, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't. And then he was like, well, uh, where are these contradictions? Let's look at them. And I was like, look, I don't even, tr I don't trust you. I'm not going to put in a whole bunch of work writing out you know, where the contradictions are 
Because you're just going to come back. Because I've done this before, and the internet is shitty, and everybody just comes back and says, and you know, doesn't argue in good faith and whatever. And then he was like, "How dare you?" I, of course, I would argue in good faith. Anyway, <clears throat> so I point out that is a little. Oh, how dare you, Dan? You were kind of. <laughs> I know. Shitting I was, on his question a little, you know. Yeah. Or shitting on him. <clears throat> well, I don't trust people. That's the thing is that, like, obviously, people on the internet especially biblical believers. Yeah. They're not arguing in good faith. They ask, and, and this is the whole, you know, the the whole right wing guy thing yeah. of like, I'm being very calm and asking very good questions. And then they just, they double talk and they don't actually answer any of the, the, they, you know, they just railroad the conversation. And then when you get mad at them, they're like, I don't know why you're being all upset. I'm very calm. And it's just the worst thing in the world. I love that this is coming from the guy who just how, what, five minutes ago was saying, I love Facebook. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this isn't just Facebook. We're talking, I look, I don't engage with these people generally speaking. Okay. All right. Okay. Because I'm this just, is why I'm just, not on. Facebook I accidentally am in a group that I did not mean to eliminated be in. social media from my life. So I'm I'm making the most of a group that of being in a group that I didn't that I accidentally. Sure. No, made. it's a great experience. I, I, it's just sorry. Yeah. It's just a little anyway, I me. point out a few things. Uh, it, it the fact is that, and I you know I accused him of seeing the world through uh, inerrancy colored glasses, which I thought was a great line. <laughs> Damn. Uh, the point here is that I, there was another, there was another thread, uh, where somebody was like, and the thing is, what's funny is that, uh, there's something about Jordan Peterson's followers mm. because Jordan Peterson, if, for those of you who don't know who he is and God bless you, please continue not knowing who he is. Don't let this actually spark any interest in him because he's just a, douchebag he's a he's a dipshit of of the royal order um he's a canadian he was a professor of philosophy question mark psychology question mark i'm not really sure um <laughs> but he's mostly just a right-wing ding-dong now uh and and he pushes uh uh jesus stuff but his his word salad and a lot of his arguments are nonsensical on their face, but like it does encourage people to question things. Like people in this group are particularly interesting because they're questioning things that you wouldn't think Christians would be questioning. So one person posted a whole thing about how she didn't think, oh, and there's so many women. You guys, why are women following Jordan Peterson? He's such a misogynist. Anyway, uh, she posted a thing about how she liked the gospels and was all in on the gospels because, you know, they were actually there and they actually met Jesus, you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, mm -hmm. but she didn't like Paul in the new Testament and the Pauline epistles were, were, you know, she was really struggling with them and she had come to this apparently just from reading it, which I agree with. Paul is a fucking dick. And like, <laughs> Nothing like, and basically just claims to have met Jesus after he died. Like it was, he claims to have magically met him and suddenly he's the authority on Jesus. And, uh, and so I totally agree with that. But then I did have to step in and be like, but by the way, you know that like 
all biblical scholars basically believe that the the gospels were not written by the apostles that have their names, right? You know that, don't you? Oh, it's damn. just these little needles that you can get little in seeds that I that I appreciate. Mm. Uh, it's just it's just, and then and what's nice is that I can always point to biblical scholarship that will sort of tell her where you know where to find that stuff. Like I'm, I you know I can come with receipts on this, right? So. I find that so much more satisfying than going in and saying, you're all idiots. You guys, this is, God doesn't even exist. You morons. Why do you, why would you care about any of this stuff? It's just, it's, it's the little seeds that you plant that I'm really enjoying. Good for you, Dan. You're being a little, a little atheist missionary. I guess so. You didn't do a Mormon mission. So, you know, like go out there, plant some seeds. I don't actually believe I'm going to have that. I'm going to make a dent. Like most of these people are pretty well armored against anything you could possibly say. So, you know, when I, when I went up against this guy about the, the conflicts between Genesis one and Genesis two, he just dodged in the dumbest way possible. And when I pointed out his dodge, he got hung up on, you know, on some small pedantic issue and, and, very purposefully missed my point entirely. And that's what the bulk of it's going to be. The bulk of it is I'm not going to actually address any of the reality of this because it makes me too uncomfortable and I can't actually deal with it. All right. Let's see. The, the fact of the matter though, Dan is, it, is it deconversion in the moment doesn't really happen. Right. right? It's, it's that, <laughs> that somebody gets a little thing that just sits there and just needles yeah. At the back of their brain for a few years. Right. Right. And it, it's, and, and it's not like it's always there, but when that topic comes up again, or when somebody else says a similar line with such confidence or whatnot, it reminds them and it just sits there and it slowly has the potential to erode away uh, their faith and maybe create some, some more questions. And even if it's not that person that I'm like in the argument with, Mm -hmm. someone else might be reading it. That's true. Yeah. That can't be right. Mm -hmm. Let me look that up. That's exactly true. Yeah. And then they go, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. And it's that wait a minute that, that, that I I think we should be shooting for. I, I'm, I, yeah, I I love it. This is, this is, um, you know, people doing their homework, but, on a, on a, in the right direction. Right. Yeah. Like, because there, there's a, there's something that, that, and I'm referencing sort of the QAnon followers of, right. of, of your, um, who were given their little seeds or what would they call them? And they would have to go and they'd have to like, they'd have to like pick up the, the, well, what the did Q they call drops it? or whatever? Yeah. Whatever it was. And then they'd have to go do their homework and blah, blah, blah. But it was in the discovery that wasn't real. They were just following like a pre, you know, laid out path. They didn't know that that's how it was set up. Right. Right. And, and, and then, but because they're making their own discovery along the way. So like, you're totally right. Like if somebody reads this, it's more likely not the person that you're confronting that you're benefiting. It's more right. likely the person who comes along, reads it and goes exactly what you said. No. Right. Yeah. And looks it up for themselves and has to wrestle with it on their own because they discovered it. 
like it's kind of insidious, Dan. Like there should be more of that online. I kind of like it. I you should, I'll, I'll you tell you this a, though: a team of people and train them, Dan, <laughs> we on should. how to do this, and yeah. like go out and and just be just be so subtle and so just like just dropping little breadcrumbs. Yeah, and you don't have, there and don't lie. No, just all you're doing is just telling the truth mm-hmm. and just saying, you know, if God did it this way, then this thing doesn't make sense. How does that work? Right. Question. Right. And then they just go, well, uh, it must just work. Right. Yeah. But how? Yeah. And just just keep asking it, some let questions. It sit there. Just let it sit. Just, just, just hang it out there and, uh, and see so what happens. It'll be, that would be far more effective than trying to like directly go after people. Well, yeah, because I mean, one of the things that doesn't work, nothing it, in general, I mean, every now and then you'll hear somebody who's like, well, somebody humiliated me in, a fr- in front of a bunch of people and that's what changed my mind. But in general, mm. humiliation and shame don't change minds. Right. That's it. It's the worst way you could go about it. People and, just dig in. And even if it does change their mind, they're going to feel resentful. They're going to feel like shit. And I don't want anybody to feel bad. I just want them to change their mind. So, uh, yeah, I like, I, I, I'm enjoying this approach. I'm probably going to get kicked out at some point. Then go find I'm another really group trying after to stay. That. <laughs> I'm trying to keep my comments so that you can't tell what my position is at all. Yeah. I'm, you know what I mean? Like, I'm trying. But also, I had to go through and, like, I went through the, the last several of my posts on Facebook and made anything that like might reveal my position on on those posts. I made I had to make go back and make them private, just oh, so that yeah. if because I realized oh shit they're gonna like click on my name and figure out and research me. So anyway, we'll see, we'll see. Just out there having some fun. I encourage you guys to to have similar fun if you want to. Uh, it can't hurt. Uh, it, well, it might be able. It might hurt a bit. Uh, <laughs> Reading some of the bullshit that these people write is astounding. Uh, but if it's if you're of the kind of temperament that could enjoy this kind of of, of stuff, that's the that's the tack I choose to take. Uh, I I highly recommend it. It's fun. Awesome. Well, uh, if you've done this and you want to tell us what your uh, method is, please feel free to write into us. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com is the email address. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Hey, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist. I know you're all still on there. Click the like button. And if you'd like to join one of our members-only lounges, uh, you can go to our website, thinkoutimatheist.com slash members-only. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their music. And thanks to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. And thank you to all of y'all for tuning in. We sure do appreciate it. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.